You're listening to the Seek First podcast for students with Stephanie Akiyama and Kurt Petershawn. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again this week. We are, as always, so excited to be here. Yes. Are we excited? We're super excited. excited. I mean, can you hear it on our voice? We're, uh, we've been having conversations about how to pizzazz this thing up, too, and like... (laughs) The intro is always the awkward part. <laughs> we sit here, literally, guys, we sit here and we talk about this intro for like 20 minutes and then we just hit record and then we're like, what do we say? Jump in, jump in. <laughs> and the question of the day is... So, yeah, we're trying to think, maybe we'll add some trivia. Yeah. That was Stephanie's idea just now. Yeah. Everybody loves a good trivia. They want to see how smart they are? Give us know. a trivia right now. Um, let's see. Um, how many people did God say had he put, had he, uh, sorry, start over. Start over. Here we go. How many people <laughs> did God say were still committed to him when Elijah ran away from Jezebel? Mm. How many? Because Elijah thought it was just him. He's flying solo. He's the only one. But God said, no, no, no. Elijah, you are not by yourself. I have set aside this many people. There is a remnant. How many? Send in an answer. Kurt at eastridge.church. Let's see who knows. You have to actually open your Bible. Yeah. Or Google it. (laughs) Don't Google it. Open the word of God. You can Google things nowadays. (laughs) It's cheating. Back when I was a kid, we had to open up encyclopedias yes. for anything. The Britannica, the good and old Brit- an Britannica. an actual Bible if yeah. you needed answers from the Bible. Right. You had to know, like, Google things. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, yeah. Joshua, Judges. Yeah. You had to know all the business. That's the way it is. So, count your blessings, children. For the Google. can Google things. All right. Let's jump in. <laughs> um, today, and we, we referenced this last week, kind of a sort of a continuation of a conversation, which we're actually really going to keep going next week. Um, but today's conversation is uh, kind of revolving around this question. How do I, if necessary, end a relationship that may need to be ended, yeah. right? Um, so last week we were kind of talking about fitting in and, you know, being in in relationships with people who are in the world and maybe aren't Christians and that, that kind of stuff. So then we thought, you know, there, there, there certainly are times when we may need to separate ourselves from others um, and that kind of thing. Now, next week, I'll go ahead and, and, and say this, next week we're going to get into more of the Christian friendship side of this. Right. Right. So this week what we're going to do, a couple of disclaimers up front. Um, first of all, the kind of the, the main, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? The main thrust of this uh, conversation is more so with non-Christian friends. Maybe right. if and when we need to end a relationship with a non-Christian friend. That being... Or a dating uh, relationship. A dating relationship yes. or a friendship or whatever. Right. Um, so couple things, real quick. Number one, we're not talking marriage today. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, nope, that's a different podcast. None of podcast. that. Um, that'll be a different podcast. Po- and look, you guys have questions. Send in your questions. We can talk about marriage and all of that. I know this is more for students and teenagers. We want it to be for that. Um, but you may have questions about marriage. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but this is not that. So we're not talking about that today. So just take that out of your mind. Um, we're, we're, you know, friendships, maybe dating relationships, that kind of thing. Right. Number two, delineating between Christian friendships and non-Christian friendships. Um 
obviously with our Christian friendships, and we, like I said, we'll get into this more next week, we always have a commitment to one another, right? Right. Um, there's always a the, the one another's right. uh, of, of the New Testament and making sure that we understand that. We are we're always bound to one another, at least in 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 the fact that we all have the same faith, the same Lord, the same baptism, one God and Father of all, who's yes. over all and through all and in all. So that's Ephesians 4, by the way. So uh, that that is just true. Um so non-Christian relationships, we we do understand these are not our most valuable relationships. Right. Um, in in the fact that you know, again, the New Testament, the main teaching of the New Testament is all loving one another um, as Christians. Right. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit more just about okay, when we do have those friendships who are non-Christian friendships, maybe you know relationships, or if we're dating a non-Christian or something like that as Christians, and that the time comes for that relationship to end. How do we do that? What does that look like? And all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So as, as we were talking about this and kind of trying to think through, you know, we want to present a biblical kind of uh, explanation of these things. You know, really what we have today is a few lists. So if there's anybody out there who just really likes lists, um, this <laughs> one's for you. That's one of those STS words, lists. Lists. Yeah. Um, so we have we have a couple of lists for you. The first one that we're going to talk about is really some some red flags. Just looking at okay, when might it be time? Right. Right. To, how to, do you know? To end a relationship. How do you? Yes. How do you know? Because sometimes it can seem super selfish, Kurt. If we just if yeah. we say, you know what, um, I'm a Christian and you're not, and so yep. we're going to end this relationship. That could seem super selfish, um, but. There are certain red flags that if this is continuing to happen, yeah. um, the, the, the best way we know the future is to look at the history, right, right. <laughs> of a yes. relationship. Yes. And so if we've been in a relationship with someone, a friendship or a dating relationship, we can kind of gauge how the future is going to be right. unless Jesus steps in and does some miraculous work, which he does sometimes. Which he does. He does that. Yes. But sometimes these are some red flags to look for, to know... Um, that you and this person aren't exactly on the same page, yeah, right, and that um, you're you're not pulling in the same direction. Mm -hmm. God has a purpose for all of us, yep. right? The yep. whole Ephesians two thing. He has a purpose for us, and uh, if we have someone who is holding us back from that, mm -hmm. then we're not doing them any favors, yeah, and we're not doing ourselves any favors, yeah. So yes, some red flags. Here so we let's go. talk red flags. Why don't you jump in with number one? Okay, number one is if you are in a relationship with someone and they are super duper controlling. Mm -hmm. and your whole life must revolve around them, you've got to check in with them on the Snapchat or on the Instagram or on the text feed or whatever all the time. And if they're left on red for like five minutes, then they get all all <laughs> upset with you. Yep. Um, if your life is super revolving around them, that is a red flag. They are controlling, trying to isolate you. Um, that's a red flag that that is not a healthy relationship. I've seen relationships with... Now, this is... Oftentimes, this is in dating relationships. This might also be in friendships. There are friendships. Um, who I don't want you to have another friend. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the friend. But I see it a lot in dating relationships yeah. with, with teenagers where, man, it's like either they guy or the girl is so possessive and so controlling that right. it's almost like the, the other person can have no other friends. Right. They can't hang out with their guy friends or their girlfriends. They can kind of only be around each other. Um, and that's, it, that is a red flag. It's super unhealthy right. for one thing. Um, look, and we're not throwing shade on you guys, by the way, if you're, <laughs> listen, if you're in a relationship right now, um, specifically a dating relationship and you're a teenager, like, oh yeah, we get, you, you want to hang out with each other. You want to yeah. spend time together. And there is a certain, you know, give 
give and take with like, obviously, if you've said that you're in a relationship together, <laughs> you got to hang out sometimes, you got you right? to hang out, you know, and you don't obviously want each other hanging out with, you know, people that they may be, you know, it, it may become questionable where yeah. their, uh, yeah. their, their affections <laughs> lie and their intentions lie. That is true. We get that. Um, however, I would push back a little and say, you know, even in dating relationship, you're not married. Right. It's just true. You know, you're not married yet. Um, so there has to be a little bit more uh, uh, understanding, I guess, and just like freedom right. to be able to hang out with your other friends. You know, there are other people outside of, yes. you know, even that relationship. Right. And even again in friendships as well, where man, if if either one is just super possessive, that it's not healthy for either party, you yeah. know. And that probably says something about the possessor in such a way that it's like, you know, why do they why are they so insecure that they feel like they have to control right. everything that you're doing? Right. They're them. coming into this friendship or this dating relationship needy. Very, yes. Yeah. And so like we talked about last week, um, they come in trying to take value instead of give value to the relationship. Yeah. And so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So number two, red flag, uh, you are now here's, here's, here's a fun little kind of Bible term. You're unequally yoked. yoked. Okay. Now that yeah. term would come from like the idea of yoke, not like an egg yolk. It's not like, you, you know, <laughs> you crack one egg and it has a bigger yolk than another. Um, no, this is Y-O-K-E, yoke, a yoke being what oxen would, they would put on oxen, uh, like back in the old times when they'd have to plow a field or whatever, they put this big yoke. It's a big like wooden apparatus that they put on the shoulders of the oxen and two oxen are walking beside each other um, that they're pulling together. That right. They're both equally doing the work, yes. right? Um, and and if one oxen was unequally yoked, so to speak, as if it was a, it, one was pulling the weight and one was not pulling the weight or the yoke just didn't, one was too small and one was too big or whatever, then they were unequally and, and yes. one was going to be doing more work than the other. One was going to be kind of dragging the other along. Right. Um, so that in, in the Christian sense would simply mean this. Um, you know, the most simplest way to put it is, you know, if you are a Christian and the other person has no intention and no desire in any way to live a Christian life, um, there's unequally yokedness there. Right. Um, there is going to be, um, that, that it's, it's at least going to create some struggle, Mm -hmm. um, probably some consistent conflict of value and morals and all sorts of things. That doesn't necessarily mean you can't be friends with that person, um, necessarily. But that is a red flag. Where if that's something I think, where if that's something that continues to come up and becomes a contentious thing, right? You know, that's going to be something you have to work through. Yeah, because um, our our friends should be pushing us toward mm-hmm. God, toward our purpose, towards becoming the best version of yeah. ourselves. And if 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 we're unequally yoked, if they don't even serve the same master that we serve. If they don't, if Jesus isn't their Lord and King, um, then they're not going to be pushing us toward him. They're going to be pulling us away from him. And that, uh, that ends badly. Yeah. Yeah. Paul quotes Proverbs in first Corinthians 15, 33 says bad company ruins good morals. Now, I don't think that means we blame the other person right. for yes. everything we do. We have do some wrong. culpability. That's right, absolutely. Right. We have responsibility <laughs> yeah. there. But it does certainly mean that, well, you said last week, show me your friends and I'll show you what? Your future. Show you your future. Yeah. Where, you know, we we certainly have the reality that, um, man, the people that we spend all our time with and we allow to influence us, yes. right, that's going to make a difference in how... You know, it is. We live our it lives. is. There's a there's a proverbs, and we're going to talk about just different scriptures that are great to read, just to get our uh, minds around this. But 
I loved this part um, in Proverbs 22. It says, don't befriend angry people mm-hmm. or associate with hot-tempered people. Listen to this, guys. Or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Yeah. Nobody wants to endanger their soul, for heaven's you sake. You will learn to be like them. Yes, you'll learn to be like them. We mm. become like the people we hang with. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. And we've all experienced that. Absolutely. We've all experienced that. What's yeah. number three? Number three is they'll never come to church again. So this is definitely like a sort of an excuse that we can make, right? Or right. to say like, you know, this is the way you feel in a relationship. Right. Right. If, right. If they're if I'm not in their life, yeah. then who's going to bring them to church? <laughs> <laughs> I have heard this one yeah, more times than I can count, honestly. And that one, again, that's often in dating relationships, sort of that missionary dating mindset. Now, missionary dating is something that in the youth pastor world, we refer to it as missionary dating when a person who is a Christian has started dating a person who is a non-Christian. On and, purpose. And on purpose to bring them to church, and at least this is what they say. Right. To bring them to church and get them involved, which, you know, maybe there's a good intention there. <laughs> um, but at the same time, <laughs> I I don't know if you ever saw it really work out really well. I, I never did. I think I have. Um, yeah. yeah. It just never yeah. really works out the way you think it's going. It to doesn't. Work. It doesn't. One, uh, the, the one who um, doesn't go to church usually is the one doing the... Um, the influence. The influence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Almost always. Um, yeah. So yeah, don't use that as, as an excuse. And if that is the reality, if you know that you are the sort of the foundation of this person's spiritual life in any way, that's not good. Any that's that no, is a red that's, flag. That's, that's another right. wiggly thing. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus is the savior. Jesus is the savior. Yeah. Not you. Right. All right. Number four. Patterns of unhealthiness. Um, this goes back to Proverbs 22. Again, that I think Proverbs 22 could be used with a lot of these, um, that, you know, hanging out with an angry person, so to yes. speak, and kind of becoming like them. But that pattern of unhealthiness, just if you see in another person's life, whether it be a friend or a significant other boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend type person, um, just patterns of sin and patterns of, you know, ways that they're acting that are unhealthy, um, that are dangerous or detrimental or whatever, then obviously these are red flags. Obviously, this is something that, you know, you understand that, you know, maybe um, you being in this relationship is, you know, it's not going to, not only will it not heal that person, but it also, it could even be enabling, enabling that person, right? right? Um, yeah. So, Obviously, we, we have to pay attention to, you know, is this person continuing in a pattern of anger or continuing in a pattern of impurity or continuing in a pattern, whatever. Right. Any kind of addiction, those are red yes. flags. Yes. And yeah. as Christians, you know, not that we are perfect. We're not perfect. Right. We're not, we don't have it all together. We haven't figured it all out. But we are seeking the Lord. Yes. Right? We're yeah. seeking Him first in His kingdom and His righteousness. So if we're... If we're best friends with a person, we're in a, you know, a dating relationship with a person who's has no intention for any of that. And, and, and I would say this, like, I think we, we maybe should put a little caveat in here that there, there's no repentance and there's no desire, right? Right. Like this isn't like this person has messed up a bunch. And so I can't be their friend ever again, but more so like this person is in this life yeah. and is choosing that and is going to continue in and is that. pursuing and is pursuing. pursuing yes. It. Yeah. Just um, loves it. And certainly if you're in a dating, like if you're seeking to marry a person, 
who, listen to me, teenagers and, and young adults, if you're seeking to marry a person that you know has got these patterns in their life, um, at least put that on hold for a long time. <laughs> Push the if pot. not altogether, you know, you, you may you may need to break off that relationship and say, you know what, I I have seen and I understand that this is an unequally yoked thing. And um I again I'm not your savior. Right. I can't do that for you. I think, you know, that might be a time when that person needs to um seek some other forms of help, you yeah. know, maybe if, yeah. if that is necessary. And, and, and at the bottom of that, no Jesus, right? And, That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Both, both parties need to be healthy before they come into a marriage. Yeah. Um, cause marriage is hard enough. Yeah. That's another podcast guys. We'll Absolutely. talk about that later. Absolutely. <laughs> Number, we'll be on. Number six. Okay, guys, if you are in a friendship or a dating relationship and there is just constant drama. I think we did skip number five. Oh, but it I'm really so went sorry. with number four. It's okay. Because it could really kind of went. Number five says you're becoming like them, oh, which yeah. we really yeah, covered. We I talked mean, about that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to number six. Number six, constant drama. If if you're in a relationship and there is constant drama, yeah. um, that is a definite red flag that that is unhealthy. There should be some like peace and some just hang out and be friends. <laughs> Not like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> just constant gossip, constant yes. conflict, constant talking about, right. constant, constant drama. Something's going on yeah. that's a big deal. I don't and know it, how many uh, conversations I've had with teenagers that are always involved in drama, but they almost always feel like they're just being sucked into it. <laughs> right. It's not them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who's the common denominator? And I'm like, yeah, you're always in the drama. So, I mean, you kind of like drama. It, it's just, it is what it is. Um, I, I, I found Proverbs 16, 28. It's a great proverb for this. Uh, a whisperer separates friends. Mm. A whisperer separates like, you know any whispers in your life? Yeah. Are you a whisperer yourself? Right. Um, that being someone who just, again, maybe likes gossip, likes drama, likes to talk about people. But even, good gracious, 3,000 years ago, Solomon could write into our 21st century culture that, hey, whispers are going to separate friends. And, right. And that's an unhealthy thing. So Yes. Um, I, I kind of had this at the end, but I'll just go ahead and say it. Guys, if, if you're looking for something to read right now and... and in the Bible and just want to know, like, how do I learn about some friendship things and relationship things? Uh, Proverbs, we've already quoted several of them. Yes. I mean, Proverbs is such a good and valuable place to go. So much wisdom. It's a wisdom book all about friendships and relationships. And I mean, you turn to probably any chapter in Proverbs. Right. And you're going to find something about relationships, friendships, yeah. how you speak to each other, mm -hmm. how you treat each other, things like yeah. that. So. And there are 31 of them. So a good idea every month is to read it every month. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. today is the 16th. Well, today is not the 16th, because by the time this drops, <laughs> it'll be the 19th. Newsflash. Yes. It's the 16th for us right now. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever day this drops, um, look at your calendar, and whatever date it is, read that Proverbs. Read, there you go. That Every proverb. Day. Yes. So take a little pause real quick for an announcement, uh, like we like to do. So here's my announcement for this week, just that uh, you know, if you are listening to this, and you are a teenager, or maybe if you're an, a parent and you have a teenager, and you're just seeking to get involved with uh, a student ministry... I know many, many of them. So if you contact me, I can I can hook you up with one. If you're not around where where we are here in Covington, Georgia, um, but we would love to have you at Eastridge. We have a student service we call the Point. It's five thirty every Sunday night. Um, we also for high schoolers we have house church on Wednesday nights at six thirty. That kind of moves around. So if you would like more info info on that, just contact me, Kurt at Eastridge Church. Um, if you have my number, you can text me or call me as well. So love to help you get connected. Like I said, even if you're not around where we are, I can you know. 
I, I do whatever I can to, to help you get connected there. I, I, I believe in student ministry. I think it's valuable. And um, anyway, we, w- we would love to do that. So yes. there's a little announcement for today. So, And I wanted to say, tomorrow, yeah. uh, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, Christian friendships and some of the places, one of the places where that can start and really solidify. And you talked about this yeah. last week when we, when just talking about how you had this foundation when you were a senior in mm-hmm. high school, and it was your church friends. Yeah. Um, and so just a little, just a little shout out to youth ministry. It <laughs> really does solidify yeah. some friendships. Uh, the best friendships you can ever. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yep. All right, so let's let's change gears a little bit here. We're going to go to, so we just did, what are some red flags? What are some things to look for that might go, okay, hey, maybe I need to think about not being in this relationship right now. Let's go to this. Let's go to how do I then, if I need to, yeah. how do I end a relationship? And we're going to walk through these kind of quickly um, and just kind of give you some, we got eight things. We got eight things here. Um, Got eight things here that we're going to look at and just say, like, how do we, if I need to end a relationship, how do I do that? So I'll start it. So number one is this. Um, if I need to, if I know, I've seen these red flags, I know that this is probably a good time for me to say to this person, whether it's a dating relationship or a friendship where I need some some distance from this yeah. person. I'm going to start here. I'm going to seek the Lord. Yeah. Okay. We call this podcast Seek First, and that's yeah. exactly what we're going to do. We're going to seek first. His kingdom, His righteousness. Jesus taught us to pray every day. Lord, Your will be done. Your right. kingdom come. Your will be done. So, hopefully, this is a prayer we do every day. But man, just to to really go to God and seeking His wisdom, being in His Word, um, guys. This is why it's so important to to be in God's Word, so that in in these kind of situations, you have that as a sort of a starting point, and right. a foundation. So, that's right. number one. Obviously, let's let's seek the Lord. Number two. Yes. Number two is seek godly or wise counsel. Um, and this is this is to help us to, um, if we do need to end a relationship, this is to help us to do it with, with grace yeah. <laughs> instead of just mean. Um, and so when we go and we yeah. talk to other, we talk to people, and this is not gossip, guys. This is not mm-hmm. going to someone and say, he always does this and I just need to, <laughs> you know, break it off. But this is going to someone who you know is a godly person and yeah. just laying it out before them. Um, and just asking their counsel uh, and whether you should end or, or have some distance in the relationship um, and, and how to do it. And uh, youth leaders are a great resource yeah. for this. Uh, if you are a part of a youth ministry, then um, one, of the, one of the resources that you have are your youth leaders yeah. um, for this godly and wise counsel. Absolutely. And number three? Number three, check your heart. So... This is just, we, we talked about this a lot last week too, and we'll probably say this a lot on this podcast, but man, but before making any decision in our interpersonal relationships, I, I think we need to know our motivation here. And do I want to end this relationship just because I want to, well, as, as I'm doing this, do I want to hurt this person? Right. You know what I mean? Do I want to defame them? Do I want to make drag their name through the mud or whatever? Obviously, if if we have any kind of motivation to, I'm just seeking to to get somebody back or get revenge or hurt their feelings, whatever, you know, we, we probably need to hit the pause button, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the relationship doesn't need to end, but at least before we do it, I, I would say, let's check our heart, right. you know, and, and make sure we're doing it for... In the right way, yes. in a way that can honor the Lord and even honor that person, right? Right, as you end a relationship, because I think there is a way to do that. So, yeah. anyway, check your heart. All right, uh, number four is uh, be helpfully honest. Sometimes we can be brutally honest, um, and it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's it, it is the truth. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the way that you uh, frame it up, and it's 
some things just don't need to be shared um, Mm -hmm. with them, the reasons why. But be honest. Um, Make sure that you tell them the reason why uh, you're separating. Sometimes that's hard because honesty can be awkward uh, or it can seem mean. Um, But if you've done these things to seek the Lord, seek godly counsel, check your heart before you do this, then you can be helpfully honest. And you can say, we're going in two different directions. Um, You know, what I believe, you don't believe, and it's it's, um, holding me back or um, whatever. But just make sure that you're honest with them. There is a proverb, and we're going to talk a lot about proverbs, but there's a proverb that says, uh, better an open rebuke than hidden love. And so just make sure that you're honest. That's part of being a Christian, and it's not always easy. It's it's the burden of the relationship sometimes is lands on the Christian to be honest. Being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Number five is kind of another side of that, just being clear. Yeah. Um, in our honesty, not I don't I, I don't I don't ever think it's helpful to beat around the bush with especially <laughs> stuff like that. You've heard the old like you know ripping off a bandaid. It, it is a little bit like that where we're just there's a very clear intention here. It's not hey you know I yeah whatever right. Um, but just I think in that honesty as Christians and that clearness to say look and if I'm going to a person to say especially if it's if this is if this is a friendship. And um, I know that this person is on a different path. They are not interested in following Jesus, and I am. I mean, I would simply say to them, look, hey, here's what I believe. Here's what I believe about Jesus. Here's what I believe about who I am as a Christian. You've made it clear that you're not there. Look, I love you. I'm still, if you need something, I'm here for you. But listen, I can't hang out where you're hanging out. I can't do the things that you're doing and, right. and, and tell them why that is. Cause yes. I think they need to know. Yeah. Right. Just, I would, anyway, just be clear. Um, so that they understand clearly where you stand, what you believe also that you still love them, you know, mm-hmm. like you can still love people and, uh, and, and know that it's time to end a relationship with them. So, yeah. And this is, this is different than ghosting them, right? This right. Is, yeah. This yeah. is, this is, um, being very clear. Yeah. Um, the next one is don't, <laughs> don't blame God. <laughs> like yeah. we have heard people say, you know, I prayed about this and, and, you know, I just need to step away. Now, part of it has been, um, prayer time because you were seeking him first. Um, mm-hmm. but to blame God instead of being very clear in what is going on in the relationship is unfair, uh, to God and, yeah. <laughs> and to this person. Right. Um, so again, this just goes back to being, being honest. Like God wanted me to end it, but I didn't really want to end it, but God, you know, <laughs> right. no, right. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Um, commit to your decision. Number seven, commit to your decision. You know, if you, if you really believe that this is through wise counsel and through God's word and just him leading you to, to make this decision, you know, you're, you're going to have to stick with that. I know there's times when you have to break up with a person or end a relationship because of these reasons. And then the next day you're like, oh, I need to get back with that person. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, now, I mean, you know, if you know this is the best course of action and it is a wise decision, then, you know, stick with that. Yeah. Um, but leave a door open for reconciliation. Um, yeah. Like we said earlier, Jesus can do miracles in people's life. And sometimes... By removing us from the relationship, uh, it takes out the enabling aspect of it, and someone can really see Jesus more clearly. Um, and so, leave it open. Don't don't burn bridges. Um, just yeah. you can leave it open. Uh, in First Peter four, it says, "Above all, love one another deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins." And it's not that we don't love this person mm-hmm. or want the best for them, um, but for our walk to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes for theirs, 
we need some separation. Mm. And so, but leaving the door open for reconciliation and not burning bridges is, um, is gracious. Yep. Yeah. So just really quickly too, I got five temptations to avoid, and I'm just going to read these quickly because um, we don't need to harp on these. These are kind of implicit in what we just said. Um, Obviously we said, seek the Lord. So number one is don't act hastily. That's a temptation to Mm -hmm. just end a friendship without really having thought about it and just because you want to cancel somebody. Right. Um, I know we live in cancel culture, but you know, let's not be like that. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that next week too. Um, Number two, um, avoid the temptation to seek to wound, right? Obviously, you know, like I, like I said a minute ago, we're not just trying to hurt people's feelings here. We're not trying to just get back or get revenge. Number three, um, it's always a temptation to ghost, right? To <laughs> just ignore and avoid. Now, I'll be honest, this is my temptation. Right, it's just easier. It's easier. Yes. Bury your head in the sand right, or hope they bury theirs in the sand. They'll get the message. They'll, yeah. they'll figure it out. Yeah. Never text them back. <laughs> leave them on red, whatever. Yeah. Um, don't do that. Okay, that's, that's just not cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't gossip. That's another one. Avoid that temptation to gossip and talk about this person and blah, blah, blah. And number five, unforgiveness. Uh, avoid the temptation to believe that just because you ended the relationship or maybe you're no longer around this person or don't talk to them, that you have automatically forgiven them because you might actually be holding unforgiveness in your heart. You might really be dwelling on that still later in life. Um, And I think that can be a temptation to just go, okay, well, because I don't see them anymore, I've dealt with it. Right. Um, And maybe you haven't, you know, maybe there is some, some unforgiveness there. So, um, Anyway, there's there's our lists. Yes, we we did some lists. We did some lists, and here's <laughs> here's a couple here's a couple more things. These are some these are some books of the Bible that if you don't know where to go to, um, just to find out about godly relationships. If if you are wondering, you know what, I'm new to this Christian thing, um, and I want to be a godly friend. I want to have godly relationships. How do I find out how to do that? Um, three books in particular um, are super. All of them are helpful, but these these three in particular talk about relationships. And Proverbs, we've quoted from Proverbs several times. Uh, it is an amazing book. Chockful. Chockful of wisdom. <laughs> if you want to be wise, read the Proverbs. Um, and then in the New Testament, um, Philippians and Acts are two books that really talk about how to walk the way of Jesus in mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. Philippians, you, you kind of see Paul reference a few of his friends several times, yeah. and it's kind of cool. You just see how he obviously interacted with them. And then the book of Acts, like just seeing the church play out the way it did and, and how people have even some conflict. You well, know? yeah, because it was messy. Yeah, it was, it was messy, messy when the church first started. Um, but how unwilling they were to cancel each other as That's far as exactly the Christians right. in in that, and um, but also to be different than the world. I mean, there's right. just so much wisdom even yes. in, in reading those those stories. So. Yes. Um, Couple uh, as as we were talking about this too, uh, I just thought here's how I want to end today is just by saying this. Um, you know, as we're talking about, you know, is there a time to end a relationship? Um, man, even even that question, it just kind of brings to me. It just kind of brings a heaviness yeah. on my heart and my mind because I'm thinking, man, I always want to be really slow to end a relationship, any relationship. Right. I, I want to be, and the Bible teaches us this, um, that we should be quick 
to forgive, um, slow to anger, all of those kind of things. James says that. In Romans 12, 8, Paul says, if at all possible, as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. Um, just kind of giving this call to, man, let's do whatever we can to be people who can reconcile, can forgive, can work out differences and things like that. Again, if there are these red flags and there are people in our lives that we know are just simply going to... Um, you know, pull us along with them away from Jesus. Right. You know, yes, there are times when we need to say, hey, I, I need to go a different way. Um, but as much as we possibly can, I think it's just, it, it is it is a good thing and a God-honoring thing to seek good friendships and um, to do as much as we can, even with people who are non-Christians, to have good relationships with them, to be able to have influence in their lives, again, like we talked about last week, to be able to show them who Christ is, to be the light, to be the salt, right? Um, and and really just to, to love people, if at all possible, when possible, however we can, um, to show them Jesus. So all that to say, you know, let's just be... I think, you know, ending a relationship is always... Um, it, it should be something that is really deeply thought about yeah. and and sought out after the wisdom of God and and, and other wise people. Right. In that. Yeah, I agree. I'm, my parting shot is along the same lines. I just I just want us to remember why we're here. Yeah. Um, we are here uh, as God's image bearers to image forth into mm-hmm. this world His light, His love, His hope, and I think that. Um, it matters who we who we allow to influence us because it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to do that, and who we allow to influence us, who we allow close to us, right. is very important. And so, um, you know, this this podcast may have sounded harsh uh, in some points. I hope not. I hope that you heard the grace and the love mm-hmm. um, that was that you know we were intending it with. But um, it is hard to do this, and so we want to surround ourselves with people that are going in the same direction. Um, being the light and the hope of Jesus everywhere we go so that the friends who aren't Christians will want to be Christians yeah. and who will follow Jesus as well yeah. and have that hope in their life as Jesus well. Jesus said to his disciples that the, the world will know. They'll know right. you're my disciples. By the way you love one another, Yes. again, right, talking to them as, as Christian brothers and sisters. So students, listen, again, your most important friendships have got to be the ones you have with Christian brothers and sisters. It has to be. And if you find yourself in your most intimate relationships with non-Christians, that's probably something to stop and take pause and go, you know, why don't I have good relationships within the church? Right. Why don't I? And if I don't, like, I, you know, there's got to be some ways to, to to step into that. Like we were just about getting involved in a ministry, having some Christian friends. Find a, find a church family yes. where you can be and grow and learn and have those have those relationships, those friendships, people that have your back. Yep. Um, and so anyway, like we said, we will talk a little bit more about that next week and, and having specifically Christian friendships. Um, how to fight for each other, how to yes. be, you said last week, I think fierce, fiercely loyal, fiercely yes. loyal, fiercely loyal, to um, one which another. I love. So we're going to, we're going to dig into that next week. Cause I know some of you listening right now are thinking, man, I don't have many good Christian friendships and I would love to have that. And how do I be that kind of friend and how, right. you know, that kind of stuff. So hopefully, you know, next week will, will be beneficial in that regard. So anyway, all right. I think we're good. Thank you guys so much for listening again today. And uh, as always, seek, seek first, first the, the kingdom, kingdom of God. God.
Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness.